Let me go ahead and hit record. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Restoration Rebel Roundtable. My name is Andy McCabe. I'm the Restoration Rebel Leader. It's going to be a quiet night tonight. I think everyone else is on vacation. Looks like we got nine people in the room. Uh, no new faces that I can see, so it'll be really quick. Hey, Sean, long time no see, man, long time no see. All right, let's read these uh, Rebel Commitments and then get on with life here. All right. In order to maintain clarity of purpose, we ask that every member of the Rebel community make the following commitments. Number one, I will protect the value of my services. I will never provide free services, as this would only serve to erode the value of similar services industry-wide. I will practice incredible transparency. I will explain our processes in detail to my client, just like Stephen Ardeno. I will never hide details or manipulate reports. We'll never communicate with a third party without communicating with my client. Number three, I do not believe in competition. The restoration professionals in my market are part of my community. I need to slow down a little bit. I will be an active member of that community. It is our unbreakable unity that will create the change that we strive for. Number four, I am willing to walk away from any project, client, or contract that is not compatible with my values and stated mission. Good business does not require us to give up money sleep, or our humanity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And there is, as if by, as if on cue, Mr. Clark Brown comes into the room, and Mr. Travis Chancey. Word up, people. Word to your mamas. You know, I was about to put on my Abbott shirt today, but I went with the Rebels. Uh, I, sh- I could go change. I've seen me do it. Uh, so I want to talk about something. I got a new pair of shoes last week and, and these aren't just any shoes. These are, these are Gary V specials, Gary Vaynerchuk number threes. This is on his, he's on his third version of tennis shoes and I'm going to get these off here. <sighs> these beautiful bad boys right here. These are called clouds and dirt. You see the insoles. One has Dirt, one has clouds. On the bottom, they have words. Is it reversed? No, you guys can see it. So in the clouds is the mission, the motive, the macro. This is the dream. This is the the vision casting. I'm going to blow this up a little bit. All right? In the dirt, you've got the work, the grind, the hustle, We as business owners, we as restoration professionals, we have to live in between these two worlds. And that's that's where Gary Vee was going with this concept. We can't can't develop our businesses to their full potential without, without a dream. Let's get Ron McCabe in the room here. I know that guy. Might be related to that guy. We've got to have strong dreams. We've got to have our eye... Well, on the big picture as entrepreneurs and as business owners and, and professionals. But it's, that's not good enough just to have that. We've got to have the willingness to put in the work. We've got to have the willingness to get our hands dirty and get into the dirt and grind it out and get up in the middle of the night and on weekends and holidays and go do the do because that's what it takes to accomplish your dreams and your goals. So we're, we're constantly living in between the clouds and the dirt. And I just, I'm just a big fan of these shoes, even though my wife hates them. So let's go here. Uh, any thoughts on that? Anyone want to pontificate on clouds and dirt and what it takes to be successful, not just in the restoration world, but as an entrepreneur, as a business owner? No? All right. Nobody? I'll chime in. There you go. Make it happen, Stephen. So this is, a, I think, a struggle for most business owners, especially just starting out, is you have to do the work, right? Mm-hmm. So six months, seven months in, you get a call on Sunday night, and guess who's going? You, me, and the business partner, because mm-hmm. we are the water techs, <laughs> right? So Monday morning comes after containment and setup and stabilization. Month Sunday night, 
we have to start chipping away at glue down 11 year old wood laminate flooring. Glue. And decides glue. not to come out in chunks, but decides to come out in splinters on top of concrete substrate. Ugh. Yeah. So I worked four straight hours, me and my business partner, both of us put in four straight hours with chisels and hammers. Mm. So then I took that job off and went to another job that we were finishing up on a reconstruction after a water mitt and wanted to finalize some things with the client. So I had to go pamper with her a little bit. And then I had to go from there to another job yesterday on Monday and sign up a new contract that we're starting tomorrow. And so, and then I'm on the phone with insurance agents going, Hey, here's my invoice letting you know it's already been paid. So I'm paying bills, collecting money. I'm in the shop, cleaning up the shop. Now we do have a couple of new techs that we're in training, but as a business owner, I'm sitting back going, I don't want to do this the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. It's not what I'm here for, but I will do the work. Because it has to be done. Has to be done. And I don't mind. I love it. I love it. It hurt. It was good for me. Got home last night, went straight to sleep after hugging the kiddos. <laughs> but you know what? As a business owner, I had to stop taking calls now because I've got three or four projects in the fire. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like that because I'm a go-getter. But I also know smart businesses – most businesses get on fire, they start out hot, and they go out of business before they even get started. Because it's all fire and flames at the beginning, but they don't have anything to back it up in the long term of the game. Mm-hmm. But, and I've only been doing this seven months, so maybe there's other owners that have a lot. I mean, there are a lot of owners that have a lot more experience of this, this grind, this hustle of you know, not having enough water techs or not having enough reconstruction guys because you're always turnover, you know. But that's just me. The last couple of days have been great. You know, it's great when you walk off of the mitigation job that you started on Sunday, you busted butt yesterday, and he turns around and writes you a $5,700 check to cover the invoice. Cash money. Because he wants recon to start Friday, right mm-hmm. after we have done get done drying the house. Yep. And he said this. He said, I'm not waiting on the insurance. They're going to take their time to get here. They're going to take time to get a to get a check to you. I want my house done. My, by the way, I want to redo the floor in all my bedrooms mm-hmm. while you're at it. Can yes, you sir. just add that to my tab? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Because money talks. <laughs> money talks. Oh, that's my story. All right. Thanks, Stephen. I had some uh, some newbies on on the horn today, uh, and I, I posted the video of it as best I could. And, and they were talking about, so, so when do we, is it still okay to start repairs right away? We were talking about contracts and and insurance proceeds contracts. And I was, I was slapping their hands a little bit on the fact that they were, they had at, as per insurance um, contract they were using. And, and they said, well, I forget the exact framing of it, but it was something. So we're going to start, we can still start repairs. And I said, um, are you a bank? Um, did you do a credit check? And they're, they're asking, they're looking at me like, what, what are you, where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? And I said, how big is this reconstruction project you're proposing to do? And he said about $30,000. I said, okay, are you in the business of, of extending un um, unsecured lines of credit in the amount of $30,000 to your clients? And he said, no. And it goes back to what Stephen was just talking about. Stephen is, is very disciplined on what he is willing to take on and what he's not willing to take on. He was very clear, speaking about transparency, very clear with his client. I will start your repairs as soon as my mitigation is paid for. Okay, and I would take it one step further, Stephen. I would say, as soon as you get a deposit on that, on that repair, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of going out of pocket at all. But it's it's your business. You make the call. But so Stephen says, Stephen says, all right, I I can get going on Monday, but I need that mitigation paid for. And what do his clients do? They write freaking checks. 
because he, he has chosen the right clients. He doesn't take every come. He doesn't take every person that, that answers that, that, that calls him. I know that. Um, he takes the ones that he wants to work for the ones that he can see eye to eye with the ones that just understand that there's a process to be followed and they have a responsibility. They have a part to play in that. It's magical. It's magical. I invite you guys, uh, especially you new guys, if there's any newer guys in the room, watch that video I posted in the group today. Um, fast forward through it. And, and these, these are not, these were not unintelligent people. They were just brand new. They were working on their third restoration project ever uh, and asking me some really, really good questions for someone at that experience level. And, and I had an opportunity to really educate them and keep their butts out of the slings that they were about to step into. And it was, it was really good. It was, um, we have, yeah, I, I've preached it before. It's mindset. You got to have the mindset right first, and then you put the mechanics in place to run your business. But if you don't start out here, it's like the clouds, man, the clouds and the dirt. If you don't start out, with your clouds right, your, your goals right, your, your mind right, whatever you do in the dirt, whatever mechanics you put in place, SOPs, whatever else, they're going to fail. They're going to fail. I know Clark has something to say about that. I know he does because he's good at that, that, that sort of thing. You, you hey, Andy. Clark? Yeah, go ahead, Steve. Hey, so I had somebody actually call me today and I, you know, a form a, another a rebel, right? And so he's just talking to me, asked me questions about this whole collections thing up front. And he said, I, I'm, I'm dealing with insurances that are cutting my invoice by half and I've already waited 30 days. And I said, look, you have to be able to choose your client and be, be up front with them. Look, this is the process. You don't have to be ugly about the insurance carrier, but this is how I operate my business. Yep. And I told him, I said, do I want to go into that thing knowing that I'm going to only get 50%? Mm. And you got to make that call. So am I going to hustle? Some people say yes. And just get 50%? Or am I going to go in this knowing that I may walk away from this and have zero, but I'm going to go straight to the next client where I can get 100%? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And Lindsay, Lindsay had a good point. Um, you can grind and grind and grind, but you've got to take care of yourself as well. There was another post in the group. Was that today? Someone was talking about coming back from vacation to take on a large loss because they got overwhelmed. That was yesterday. Anthony. That was yesterday. But that's to the same point. You, you, you have to have priorities. And if money is your priority over your family, do it. But my guess is this person's priority was their wife and their family. And that next job will be there as long as you have your mind right and you're going after the right client. Go ahead, Clark. No, I was just saying that was, I was going to bring that post up today. And Anthony, yeah. oh, wow. Um, they're having a surge event in Maryland again for the third time this year. And mm. that answers the question is, is the work, the, there's, a, there's more than enough work for good contractors. Always will be. Always will, Always be. will be. So there, there aren't, always going to be opportunities to be with your family for a myriad of reasons. So they grow up, they move away. They grow up, they grow away. You get sick yourself. Um, so Lindsay's right. I mean, if you're not putting, it's not selfish to put yourself and your own needs in the front because if, one of my favorite sayings is when you're flying on an airplane, they say, if you have a loss of cabin pressure, what do you do with the mask? You put it on yourself first, mm -hmm. or you can't. If you if you're not here to run the ship, there is no ship, and it, it all goes away. So, it's not selfish to get your head right and not get burnt out because all the problems that you have in your business, they multiply a hundred times when you're burnt out and you're on your wits end, and you don't make the right decisions. You don't come from a great place. So I do. Uh, yeah, Lindsay, point, Lindsay. Lindsay says you just burn out and become a miserable person. No one wants to be around. She that knows was me. me. I was going to say, I mean, <laughs> you too, Clark. Cause my, my wife, she, I mean, she, yeah, she, I get to that point and she says, I don't like you anymore. I don't like this person. What are you doing? You're killing yourself. Um, and it, and it kills your family. So 
yeah, grind, hustle, be willing to put in the work, but also recognize, know yourself well enough to know when you're... Well, Travis made a post last week about a mindset, and one of the words was commitment and courage. Mm. And it takes courage to say, I know who I am, and I have confidence that we do work, people will be attracted to us. Is that kind of what you're thinking, Travis? Yes, I mean, I, I you know, when I saw those two shoes that you know popped up on the screen there you know I think that's uh kind of says it all you know the clouds and the earth and I mean it's kind of a shamanistic way of uh, thinking about things and it's a little deeper than uh you know I always like to take things a little bit more deeper but yes, you know, when I saw those shoes I mean those you know that you know that means a lot to me I want to buy those shoes in you know tomorrow I mean that's, that's, that's exactly you know the well, way we not like Travis because those are big shoes but I look like a clown wearing them but oh well <laughs> But yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking the uh, the clouds is kind of you know, like he was saying, like uh, uh, Andy was kind of expanding on is kind of having that, uh, you know, wh why are we here? What's our sole purpose? You know, and, uh, you know, the number one things I think about is, you know, love and compassion and, and uh, you know, the experience and the adventure and, you know, all the passion and, uh, you know, kind of the collective and working with the collective. Those are kind of sole purposes that, you know, that you're basically the clouds of your life. You know, that's why we're here. That's the spirit, you know. And then when you bring in the body, which is the earth, you know, and trying to connect everything to your body, um, that's the meditation piece. That's the yoga piece. That's your family connections. That's the dinner table stuff. That's the prayers. You know, that's fishing, you know, sitting by the lake like Clark was, you know. That's that's the earth stuff, you know, that really connects you and that really grounds you. And grounding yourself, like Stephen was talking about, is going in and, and seven months in and hustling and collecting big checks. I mean, that's why we're in the restoration, you know, you know, deal, you know. I wouldn't be doing this work if it wasn't profitable. It ain't for the fun. Yeah, it ain't for the fun. And, and, I, and the other thing is it's kind of a cooperation of the collective, too. You're working right now as a restoration rebel, and you're sitting in these groups, and we're talking – and we're trying to help each other out and, 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 and help these new guys, especially the, you know, the guys that are just starting like, you know, three months in, seven months in, I mean, these guys are coming in, they're like uh, our daughters and sons, you know, yeah. we have to take yeah. care of these guys. And they're actually in a lot of ways smarter than we are. You know, we've been doing it for, you know, 23 years, you know, I've been doing it for 23 years and they're coming in smarter than, you know, having better ideas that I have. You know, I was like, I should be listening to these people, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and writing things down. We don't know it all. You know, and they're coming from, to us for a lot of information, but you know, I'm turning the table and I'm, I want to ask them some questions too. For um, sure. So I, you know, I think, and that, that is the, uh, the, you know, the reality of, of life is it, it's just a dream. <laughs> so figure, figure that out. So that you have, yeah, you have an intention in life. So you wake up in the morning and you're living a fucking dream immediately. You know, so are you, are you going to take a little su Super Mario game, the virtual reality? So how are you going to be a Super Mario brother today? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do to make your life better today? What's, what's going to be different about you? You know, how, how many people are you going to touch today? You know, exactly, exactly right. What is something I can do for someone else today? Right there. Yeah, right there. I mean, those shoes, we should have a restoration rebel, you know, shoe like that, you know, <laughs> so that should be done tomorrow. You know, that, that, that idea, that idea could be stolen, you know, you know, we could definitely do that. So, Yes, but I mean, you know, the confidence piece is, is you know, Clark was bringing up, sorry to kind of go off on another tangent, but, you know, I really believe, you know, confidence is where we're all at. You know, we're in a disease-minded, uh, you know, world right now. A lot of people are focusing on the negative and then just going down those wormholes and it just, you know, turns into cancer, turns into divorces, oh, yeah. turns into losing their kids, to drinking, you know, everything else. And then what happens is it's the easy, you know, downward spiral. So if you work, you know, if you work on your confidence piece of, you know, doing small things right and making, you know, small victories and doing, you know, having, having those little small things happen to you and then, you know, and taking some time and, and meditating. And even if it's three to five minutes a day, that's going to change everything. You know, yes. you have to, you have to connect And Even if it's a, even Abraham Hicks, if you're into Abraham Hicks, you know, research her this, uh, this week, you know, that's a bit, a big person in my life. That's changed me. You know, she resets me all the time by just turning on a, a YouTube video for Abraham Hicks. I mean, it's only 15 minutes long, 20 minutes long and it's questions and solutions. That's all she's about. She's trying to give you a solution. And it's typically the solution is that you're the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all, everybody goes out there <laughs> pointing fingers at everybody else. And it turns out that 
you know, you, what's your part in it? You know, exactly. and if you go, if you go through any, you know, I, I was an alcoholic, you know, uh, back in the day, I'm still an alcoholic. I stopped drinking 10 years ago and I made that decision. It was a big deal in my life, you know, but I, I when you go through the program and you figure out, Hey, uh, and one of the steps I had to write down everybody's, you know, issues and what their problems were in my life and what, you know, what, what, why I was who I was because they were the problem. Mm. And I found out the last column I had to fill out was what was my part of it. And I didn't want to <laughs> fill out that column. Uh -uh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. I'm not going to be touching me. You know, it's, it has nothing to do with me. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not talking about myself. Come on. I know. You know, and that's kind of the feel I have with this group is that we all have our, you know, stories or backstories. We all have, you know, you know, problems and challenges that's happened to us. And we got to kind of, you know, iron sharpens iron. We got to have to bring those stories together. And, you know, I'm having a group meeting here for Restoration Rebels, a chapter meeting on Friday this week. And it's going to be at my house again at my kitchen table, you know. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun and we get to, you know, talk and, and uh, you, know, you know, right now we're having a surge event in Denver. You know, we had uh, major flooding last night and we had a oh, really? major flooding. Yeah. Today we're, we're actually having you know, a big event uh, down in Denver right now. I'm wow. up in Castle but so it's good. I mean, I have been having guys work, you know, endlessly um, on, on all these jobs and it's great and everything. Now we get on Friday, we get these, I don't even know if everybody's going to show up. Hopefully Marty Mark just texted me here saying he's going to show up and he still wants to be here. So, I mean, that's important even during a, an event like that, that people still want to come together and talk. I mean, I yes. mean, that means a lot to me. That's gigantic. That's gigantic. Yeah. Danny, Danny, was that you raising your hand over there? You waving thanks. at the camera? Thanks, Travis. Yeah, thanks, Love buddy. You, man. Love you too, brother. Yeah, my bad. I was uh, singing along with the kids in the car ride. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, so Brian says uh, the why. My family and I work together building the life we want on our terms to live like no one else. And then the how uncover new opportunities and deliver superior results. Find the yeses and get the job done. The why feeds the how feeds the why. Oh, you're getting deep on us, Bri. Getting deep. Virtuous circle. Balance out from the viscous. Balance out from the viscous? Yeah? Is that, is that the, the word you typed? I meant vicious. But ah. Like, ah. It's my keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, I like where this is going. Anyone else have anything to add on that subject? Ken, open his mouth. No, no. Okay. All right. Ken's tired. He's been giving classes for the last couple of days. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't have a, a huge agenda, but I really wanted, um, I wanted to give an opportunity to open the floor because the original intent of, of this whole thing, the round table was to share pain and, and, and maybe be a salve for that pain or provide solutions. So I want to open the floor. Who has a problem that maybe we can help solve today? Um, I know there's a small group of 14 of us. And, and Ardno never has a problem. I get that. I mean, it's just the way it is. Um, what's, what's hitting you guys today? What is, what is coming to the surface as, as problems that you see? Maybe, just, maybe it's not restoration related. It doesn't have to be, right? We're all human beings here. Is there a problem we can help solve today? Was there something that came up in a group that I missed? Because, you know, the algorithm of Facebook, you only get like 5% of everything. Uh, was there something that came up in a group today that's a hot topic or no? There were some really good – this was a really good week so far. We're only on day two, but Anthony's post was a really engaging post. Um, Blaine made a good one today. Uh, it was on the technical side. But I'm finding over and over and over that the uh, – the posts and the threads and the com comments about the human side of our business, not the technical, but the, the, the mindset and the, the decisions that have to be made that are more business. Those are the ones that get more people fired up and, and get the deeper. So yes, we all sir. know how to hit walls and pull a dehumidifier and put them on a, you know, decon should it be built for or not. I mean, all that is ad nauseum discussed, but, talking about um, 
how we get ourselves over and over and over into pickles. And and I want to, <laughs> I, I wrote a lot of notes last week on my, on my, my trip out of town. And, and I made a post about comparing a restaurant. I don't know if anybody saw that. So you have a restaurant and you're shorthanded and this is all going to be parallel way back to restoration. You're shorthanded on servers and kitchen staff, but yet the owner or the manager decides let's just stretch the existing servers, you know, you know, more thinner, mm. double down, take all the tables, try to serve everybody and everybody ends up losing. So I told a pretty colorful tale off of, but the loss was you not only lost customers and reputation, but you lost your staff and their confidence in you as a leader for making the right decision. Mm. That all is reciprocal for days and weeks and months. And unfortunately maybe permanently, and I, I think we get that, and it tied into uh, uh, we're having, we're busy, and I got to take a little bit of time off or something like that. And I don't think people come in sometimes and they want to say they, they feel bad about that, but I I wish they would feel bad about working too hard. I get the grind, I get the I get the you got to do it when nobody else is, and I, I get all that. But I don't think we 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 always on. We are not a business like a bakery. We're not a business like a banker. We're not a business like the guy even that pays the road. He, he yeah. cuts out at five. We don't owe anybody anything. We we grind it hard. And But those kinds of posts, I think, this week were a lot of people were nodding their heads to a bunch of them and saying, yep. And some people commenting saying, I'm brand new here. This is my first comment. But, wow, look at the mm. quality of this content. So, yes, sir. Um, I, I just think that's um, that's deeper. I think the rest of it is all chatter, but I think we as business owners are trying to figure out the things that we can't learn in the S500 that we cannot Google because there is no right answer. Should I take time off with my family or not? Only you know because the answer for me and for Travis and for Danny Strong are all three going to be different answers. Different things. Where we are. Yep. So uh, I think I want people to have courage and confidence and say. I'm going to make decisions and I'm, I'm okay that if I miss $75,000 in business for three days, it won't be the best thing in the world, but courage and confidence. Exactly. John Evans, the third. So I think those are huge in business. I think those that succeed measured against those that don't in history and in current times, you will see a lack of the courage and confidence in the losing side. You really will. Yeah. Lindsay I wants agree. To something i want to hear Lindsay. i always like hearing Lindsay. Lindsay, go Lindsay, go she's been quiet too long yeah well you know i i just i don't want to overstep any boundaries and sometimes i talk too much so <laughs> but um let me tell you when i did my s500 training i did the water and fire at the same time three days into the industry and um joe dobbins was my instructor and you know what he said he said, we're doing 10 days worth of training on fire and water. First three days, first five days were three of water and then two of fire. He said, so we're going to go over that so you can pass your test. After that, for the following week, we're going to go over actual practical application. Because the S500 can say so much, but when you get out into the field, every job's going to be a different situation and you're going to have to... Um, you know, go step by step and figure out what you have to do. I'll measure that. Anybody in here speak Spanish? I don't know. I speak, I, I speak Portuguese Spanish right now. I told them they have to. Uh, so, Travis does. Travis, Travis has to sort of. I took, I took Spanish all through high school didn't learn a damn thing it isn't until you get outside of the book and have it in conversation that you actually start learning so yes, it's the same thing in life you can't teach me the best way to set up equipment when i've got steven ardno shows me says look look how i do it and you're like i've been doing it wrong for 20 years so <laughs> yeah he's been doing it seven months and he came up with a better mousetrap That's right. why not cool that's it ah thanks clark i miss you man oh and shameless plug time Clark and I will be talking about this and more in LA on the 14th, 15th, 15th of next month, right 15th before, next month. 
uh, right, right, right before the Warrior Weekend, which there's still tickets available if you want to go get um, your ass kicked spiritually by OP. Um, there's still tickets for his event down there as well. So, yep. we'll be doing 15th in LA and the 24th in Dallas. Big 24th in Dallas, there, Brian. Um, yep. I'm about to go live with that event. Go ahead, Travis. I was just saying, maybe in September you guys can swing by Denver. Well, let's just keep the ball rolling. Yeah, so I got to kick off uh, actionable insights here in September. Okay. So we're having, I think, the first week of September, September 7th. So we'll have to see. I mean, it'll be nice to have you guys have a plug maybe that month or, you know, sometime before the year ends. Wow. Yes, sir. Well, we'll make it happen because I like to go where I'm invited. That's just one of my rules. Travis said, Uh, come to Denver. I'm like, mm, okay, and I speaking did. Of where, speaking of going where you're invited, I'll be traveling up tomorrow to see Mr. Ken Sellers at his AMRT class. He's doing now, a, a great class. How far of a drive is that for you? Two hours, two and a half, but he's worth he's worth about three, so he comes in right under the radar. <laughs> now, did I see an event, like a 360 event? What was that you put up today? Um, somebody named Ivan Turner, a member of our group. I know Ivan Turner. We go way back, me and Ivan. Disaster Brigade. Um, yes, sir. He didn't want to overstep, and he he's doing a free event. I think it is, and he's just it's just information for property managers and realtors, restoration, just about ethics and claims. And he's just doing a little one day class, and he just asked if I would post up a flyer. So it it it, it came across bigger. I think Stephen Fuller said or Timothy Fuller said. What is that? But uh, it was just a little thing, and it, it would just be for uh, Missouri people, misery people. Oh, it looked like you were putting it on. That's how I read it. But uh, okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, that's okay. Uh, if if you guys who here is who here has listened to any of the Claim Clinic podcast by raise of hands or shake of head, I would say oh, John Evans has. Okay, all right, yes, sir. Brian, you have to. Well, uh, no, probably not. That two two episodes, good enough, good enough. Well, Mr. Ivan Turner was guest number, I don't know, like three of the Claim Clinic podcast. He was one of the first guys I reached out to because he just got my attention on LinkedIn. I said I got to interview that guy, and he killed it. He's got a great book out there about restoration marketing. He used to have a gigantic school on on restoration marketing. It just a He's one of those dudes that um, if you if you could sit down for an hour with him, you'd probably learn about a year's worth of knowledge about this industry. So, yeah, I can't I cannot promote him enough. All right, Danny Strong, he's actually actually raising his hand now, so I'm gonna do that and unmute you. Go ahead, there, Mister <laughs> Kilimanjaro. Yeah, sorry about that. I had a daddy daughter night, so okay. they're free. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention on the uh, situation that, uh, yeah, I, I definitely said I would, I would probably run home for the uh, large loss, but that depends on the size, size of it. But the reason why I said that is because I live every day like it's a vacation. Yeah. Uh, and, honestly, I've, uh, I've let this industry chew me up and spit me out, and I lived life miserably for probably seven and a half years of ownership in this industry, and life changed about a year and a half ago. And... Uh, but now that's, I mean, that's what the business is. I'm looking for that one big loss that sets you apart from anybody else. So I don't want to, you know what I mean? I know me personally, that would, I, I would uh, feel guilty if I wasn't there, even though I know my team can handle it. You know what I mean? So I personally would probably run back and facilitate that. But I know that that would give me that much more time with my family after for making sure that loss is facilitated. And there's the other side of the coin is you've got, if it's if if going back, it it still jives with your family's goals, and your your family is behind your business, and you as a leader of that business, and they understand. You know what? We're going to go get this large loss, and next year we're going to take a two week vacation instead of this four day long weekend bullshit that we did this year. If it's if that works then yes, absolutely. And I'm sure your family would support you, Danny, because you've got, I mean, I would follow you 
anywhere, bro. Cause just, that's just who you are. So it's, it's going to jive. It's, it's going to jive with, if, if it matches with what your family wants long-term, cause there's a, there's a clouds in the dirt again, right? So long-term goal for your family. If you could go get a hundred thousand dollar project or $200,000 emergency project, what could your family do with that extra cash? And does that jive? Does that get their juices flowing? Like, yeah, daddy, yeah, we'll stay here. We'll, we'll sit by the pool for you. You go home, you go home. Cause they understand what it means to be a restorer. They understand what you going home means. Um, but going home without that understanding, that's where I have the problem. That's, um, but yeah, man. Yeah, you would go back. Danny, you've got, you've, got, you've got mountains to climb, man. You've got goals to reach. Get it. I How you doing on this? go to Denver next week. You're going to Denver next week? You don't yes, live sir. in Denver. Uh, Denver. But why? You going to see Travis? You come uh, to see me? I'm going out to do some uh, – I'll, I'll go check him out. That's for sure. Yeah. What's up, man? Are oh, you going to do some high altitude uh, training? Yeah, yep. I'll be out there uh, Friday to, I think, Wednesday. Oh, you got to look right. up Travis. Just don't let him take any yeah. yoga unless you really like yoga. I'm just saying. I liked it. I enjoyed it. All right. I'm just teasing. I'm teasing, Travis. My uncle has his no, We haven't heard from my uncle. And just so, you don't, just so you know, Ron McCabe is my uncle. He is the fifth, fourth, one, two, three, fourth of – four brothers and a sister came after um we are separated by what 10 years all nine years um but he runs an seo company called everbearing services and he's been lurking in the group forever we finally raised his hand so i'm gonna give him a chance to say something go ahead ron well hey i just wanted to jump in and i think andy could attest to this I'm somebody that struggles constantly with work-life balance. You think? And Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I've always got a ton of stuff going on. But, you know, the caution I'd give everybody who's like, hey, should I take vacation time off? Is uh, Andy can attest that <clears throat> I literally worked myself into the hospital in 2009. Mm-hmm. Like I spent 10 months in a hospital bed. And ended up at 589 pounds, and obviously I'm not anymore. But, but you know, it took me nine years to get my life back, and I still am not to where I want to be. But that's because I just was way over the line the other way. Yep. And for years. And I, oh yeah, like we're talking, you know, 16, 20 hours days for 19 year, 19 years straight. Mm. And so. So Andy didn't see me a lot growing up, like holidays, and that's about it. And and the caution I give for you is that you really got to think about that and your recovery. And you know, business is a marathon, right? And if you marathon sprint forever, you're gonna burn out. And and what I tell people about that is like your health is great until it isn't. <laughs> and when it isn't, it takes a long time to come back. And and, you know, I've learned I'm like a much better person than I was nine years ago. And that's all fine and good. But at the same time, even though it's been a good learning experience, I would do anything to avoid somebody else going through that. And so, you know, if your business is viable and you're moving forward in a positive way, you know, I would strongly suggest you consider not taking the loss just because, you know, if it's not do or die, like if it's a new business and you just got to make it happen, that's one thing. But if you've got some buffer there, you know, think about, you know, the marathon, not the sprint. So that's kind of my two cents. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I love? One of the things I love about these, these round tables is I know Ron's in Portland, Oregon, and the sun is still shining, but Clark is three hours behind me and it is dark. Uh, it is, it's, we are spreading across the country. I love it. You know, can you get oh, uh, wait, wait? I think Ken had something to say. He unmuted himself and he was waiting patiently. That that that's okay. That's a while back. I was just saying that, uh, you know, I'm going to be glad to have uh, Clark come up to my class and 
because he, I was like, well, why don't you bring some cards? I'll give you some time to talk to the class because it's about sharing what we do with people. Mm -hmm. And there's a class that's got a couple of new people in there that have never done this before. Some people that have been doing it a while, some people that were doing it for other people and gone out on their own. And uh, that's like I told uh, Clark, he said, well, that's really, really generous. And I'm like, you know, that's what we do. We share what we do with people. So, and I'm, I'm glad to see everybody here sharing because if we don't do that, then we don't get momentum and we are working, you know, night and day with really uh, no direction. And so I think it's a good thing that we all work together. That, that's what I was going to say a little bit early. And, uh, you know, there's no uh, mileage charge coming to, to uh, Winchester from where you live, Clark. It's not, not quite far enough. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate it. You, you got to go another three miles before you can, can get paid for it. Yeah. And as educators, as educators, giving courses, promoting knowledge, promoting the betterment of this industry, you are always welcome to post up your events and we will always promote them for you. Got that? Well, I appreciate it. You know, Clark has a lot to offer with his new business, his experience. And, you know, it's what it's about is giving people exposure to help us all, you know, learn and grow. And then, you know, uh, I think there's a lot of good things here. There's the forms package and, and things that will help people that, you know, I have a new guy. He's a, he wants to do crawl space. He just started his business. He, he's asked me all the questions about what do I do if I run into this or do you know where I can find this or that? So uh, I think it's a great thing. Yes. Yes, it is. And we are, we are, we are human beings. We were not meant to live like this. We were meant to live connected. Human beings don't operate well in isolation. We, when we come together, we start to learn exponentially. We're like the ants and the bees. They communicate by touching. They can actually communicate by touching that physical bond. And then all the information this ant has is transferred instantly to this ant chemically. That's what we do as human beings. We just don't realize it. We've got to come together. The more we come together, the bigger our hive gets. All right. I went, went way weird zoological on you. Sorry. Uh, Steven says, I started having daily staff meetings, breakfast every Monday for my staff. Wait, daily staff meetings or breakfast every Monday? Which is it? Ardno. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Um, yes, you've got to have that connection. You've got to have that connect. Is that my brother? Wait a minute. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. I'm going to unmute. So speaking of working your ass off and making yourself sick that's my brother matt mccabe yeah who was working i worked my butt off i got sick you got you got sick you got very sick yes how the hell are you man i'm good how are you well it sucks that we have to have like a rebel roundtable for us to talk and we're brothers and we live in the same state but i'm i wasn't gonna go there but i just did you, you have my phone number, so it, I think the excuse is yours. Uh, wait, the phone? Wait, you have a phone? I have a phone. <laughs> 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 oh, man, how are you? You've lost, how much weight have you lost in the last year? Um, 50 pounds. Been the year before that? Uh, I think about 50 more pounds. Yeah. You're looking skinny, man. Thank you. Yeah. I lost a bunch of weight and I went to the gym and put a bunch of muscle back on. Good for you. God, I miss you. All right, I'm coming to see you um, next weekend. You better. Uh, do you next have anything? Weekend. Well, maybe next week. Maybe. Oh, hey, it's only three and a half hours. You still, you're not. All right. Okay. Uh, you need to add something to the conversation now, now that I put you on the hot seat. What are you going to add what to the conversation? Talking about? What are we talking about? You weren't listening? I just got here. Oh! <laughs> All right. We're, we're talking about the balance between working hard and, and, and dreaming. Uh, okay, I'm going to whip out my shoes. Have you seen my shoes, Matt? Have you seen my shoes? I have to look at your shoes, too. Oh, these those are, are pretty nice shoes. These are, these are Gary V version 3, Clouds and Dirt. The clouds... All right, we're going to go back here. Clouds, 
says the mission, the motive, the macro, the dream, the, the, the goal setting, the vision casting. The dirt says the work, the grind, the hustle. And the proposition is there is there's a balance. I just lose him. And oh, there he is. There you are. There. Sorry, my my screen jumped around on me. There's a balance between the dream and the goal and the vision in the actual hard work it takes to accomplish that dream and the goal and the vision. And we had some some posts in the group this week that. Um, one of them was some guy said, Hey, I had this huge loss back home. I'm on vacation. Should I leave my vacation? Should I leave my family no. to go, to go do that? And we've had some opposing views. So what's your opinion on that? Ladies and gentlemen, I, my brother, I'm so the, proud of him. We're only separated by 13 months. We're, uh, we're all working hard so we can spend more time with our family. So you should never leave your family for work. Okay. Fair enough. Yes, sir. And uh, here's this for balance is that you work two jobs right now and you work twice as hard so that later you can work not quite so hard. Okay. Or you work smarter and make more money. Well, there's always that. If you, if you have that option, definitely work, earn more money and work less hard now if you can. But uh, until you can, you're willing to work twice as hard work you two jobs until you can make twice as much money later. Mm, got it. All right, brother. Thanks, man. I love you. I miss you. Yeah, I love you too. Miss you too. All right, I'm you muting you. you want to come over. I'm, All right. I'm, I'm shutting you down now. <laughs> uh, All right, Clark. Um, I'm going to give you the last word. It's 6.20. We're going to end early. I'm gonna, we're going to end early, less than an hour. Go ahead, Clark. Andy, it's 920. It's not 620. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It is dark where you are. I um I missed talking about this last week, and I wanted to bring it up this week. So we have a very – and Danny knows who this is, and I want Travis and, and I want all of you to listen. We have a member of our group who was also a sponsor at our summit this last year. Her name is – or is uh, – I just went blank. Uh, Dornfield, Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. Jocelyn Dornfield owns 365 Marketing, but that's that's her job, but that's not her work. She has taken over a, a, a big campaign and initiative called Restoring Kindness, and it's a large initiative. And I'm going to put the link in the group. I'm going to put it in the in this group, this chat for Facebook Live. There are over a hundred restoration companies right now across this country. And I think Danny, are you involved with uh, restoring kindness? Yeah, we participate. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's a nonprofit and it is random acts of kindness for people in your community, whether it's from your company or from yourself, lots and lots and lots of videos and content on her Facebook page and her YouTube channel of, of collecting coats for kids restoring people's houses that don't have the money for free. Um, she was recognized, Andy, if you remember, at the Violin Summit yeah. for the Humanitarian Award. And she's just looking – she's not looking for necessarily more participants. She's like some of us in this group. I mean, she's looking for more soldiers to help spread the word. She's only one person, and everybody else is doing what they can. But um, I've offered to help her in the back office side to help a little – organization of this but they have cards that they mail out you know you just leave something behind for someone um it's really 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 a great story and i'm going to for the next few weeks i'm going to spotlight some of her campaigns into the group but it's called restoring kindness it's open to anyone it's generally restoration companies which is where the restoring is but it just takes small little simple acts of simple things by thousands of people to equal a humongous shift in the paradigm of, of kindness and bringing us back. So yes, sir. she's out there, she's out there busting her cute little butt by herself and she's got a lot of help, but she's trying to run it. Um, doesn't have a lot of social media access going with it. So I want to try to help her with everyone. If they're doing something to, to Facebook live, those events or have someone film it or hashtag restoration kind restoring kindness. So, 
I'm going to be putting some information in, but if anybody here feels so inclined, it's the most you can do is the least you can do. Um, that's what I often tell sounds everybody. Like the little me, thing. Right? What's that? I said it sounds like a challenge to me. You're challenging everybody to – basically what you do is you go out and do an act of kindness and uh, put it on your Facebook page and hashtag restoring kindness. Simple. Boom. Listen. For it. John, I, I John, can't tell you how John many Evans times, is in. Lindsay's in. They're both game. I can't tell you how many times that I go to Starbucks and I'll pay for the person's coffee behind me if they've already ordered. I mean, it, it's silly, but it, it makes you feel good. When you look in your rearview mirror and that person's reaching across and that kind of that bewildered look on their face like, what? what? I don't even know them. So, um, it, so really, it's just really good. But I will sure. post up some information and a couple of her best videos. But I know DKI is heavily involved as a, as a network. Um, DKI, they have adapted, adopted a lot of it. And then a lot of independent day spring restoration, they're a huge part of it. You can put it on your social media pages and put it on your banners. and It's really cool. So I just want us all to, we're all looking for something to get behind. Yes, sir. Lots of, there's lots of opportunities out there. So I told Jocelyn and I would bring it up and we'll tag her in the post and she can add to what she wants to. Heck yes. Heck yes. Let's get connected that way. Let's, let's do that. Let's do some good out there. I'm, I'm interested. Well, we'll promote it up. Um, and that's why we're here. We're here for that, for that connection. We're here, here for that unity for that community. And I, I couldn't be happy, happier. Uh, soon can we speak about chemical free cleaning or the possibility of it? Not today, Jocelyn. Or, I'm sorry, Lindsay. I had Jocelyn on my mind. Not today, Lindsay. We're not going to talk about it today. Maybe next week. Bring it up in a, bring it up in a group and uh, let's, let's do that. Uh, all right. Any last words? Who wants the last word? Because I always get it. Who wants it? Any takers? No? All right, fine then. My brothers, look, give me that look. I've had that look for 43 freaking years. All right, I know that. Um, here's the deal. We came here for a reason. We came here because we needed something. And if you're not getting that out of this group, it's your fault. To, to quote Travis Chancey, if you're not getting something, it's your fault because you're not asking correctly or you're not asking at all. So ask. We will give. We lift each other up. Rising tide floats all boats. We will see you guys next week. Bless.